the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Shrewd, discreet, frugal. Words that describe prudence. We'll talk about it next. Hi there, and again, welcome to Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman from The Well, a Christian community here in Livermore, California. We're looking at a few passages here in the book of Proverbs that deal with this issue of prudence. We are called to be prudent, but it's a word that we don't use much these days. And so we're looking at what it means and how it is to be a part of our lives as believers in Christ. So please join us for a look at prudence and how you and I as believers are to be prudent. With more from the book of Proverbs and today's broadcast, here's Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. The simple or ignorant inherit folly, but the prudent are crowned with what? Knowledge. Crowned. I love this. People inherit folly because they're foolish. They're not taking their time to process the information and allow the Holy Spirit to get involved and and get counsel and do all those things that are necessary so we can have success. They make rash decisions, emotional decisions. They're impulsive. They they want stuff. They do it now. I can't wait. I got to do it. And, And this is what fools do. But I love this. It says that the prudent person is going to be crowned. It's going to be crowned. And it says here, the prudent are crowned with knowledge. Where does a crown rest? What is in your head? Your mind. Your mind. Your mind becomes filled with God's knowledge. God crowns you with knowledge. He crowns you. He he blesses you. He takes your mind and renews it. When we learn to become prudent, We understand the value of this. We pray for it. We ask God to help us to become more and more prudent. Then we become knowledgeable. God crowns us with it. And people say, man, that person, you know, they're they're very, they know, and God be speaking to them and and stuff, but they don't don't got a big mouth, though. And they don't, and they're not making foolish decisions. And they're not just, they're not, like, they won't go off on you. What is it about that person? God's crowned them with knowledge. And there's a peace that you have when you begin to know what you need to know when you need to know it because you tapped into the source, the great knower, and he begins to speak to you in the business meeting and you're sitting there and everybody else is trying to impress the boss and you say two words that strike a chord and you're at peace and you're not r- r- uh, wrestling and, and fumbling around, and, and there's a peace that you have, and you're speaking with clarity and understanding. God's crowned you with knowledge. And it's not that you have studied to know everything. It's just that God has a way of just 
dropping something in your spirit. <laughs> My goodness, I love this. Did you go to school for that? No. I just been talking to Jesus. Just staying sensitive. How in the world did you pass that test? Man, I studied the best that I could, but then I just said, I gave it my best. And then the Holy Spirit just kicked in. We do what we can do, and we give God our best. And when our best isn't enough to get the task done, understand that God's best kicks in to push you over the top. Can I have an amen? I don't know. I don't, I don't, there's no book. There's no book on raising kids. I mean, you can read your Bible. There's so much stuff in here about through the, through the Word of God. But at the end of the day, when they give you the baby and they say go. And there's stuff that the Bible doesn't address, you know, all, you know, raising kids. And you go through the process and then you look back and you say, now, how in the world did God, just God, you got the job and you know, and I know, you weren't fully qualified. Well, brother, I was fully qualified. No, you wasn't. Look at your neighbor and say, but God. <laughs> but God. But we want to be individual saints that clearly understand that, there's, that God will crown the prudent with knowledge. Look at chapter 22. Let's go to chapter 22. Proverbs 22. And we're going to look at verse, verse 3. This right here is a lifestyle. This is what they're going to address right here is a lifestyle for the prudent. It says here in verse, in verse 3, a prudent man foresees evil and hides himself. But the ignorant are simple, pass on, and are punished. The prudent man foresees evil and hides himself. And I think this is important God oftentimes will keep us in the know when it comes to stuff that's coming. He foresees. It's a, it's a far off. It's coming. But I can see this is a problem. And it says here that this person will hide himself. But the ignorant person will just, will just go down the road without understanding and pass on and then ultimately get punished. This is what happens oftentimes when we, we don't just, we don't, sin doesn't just happen. At some point in time, the Holy Spirit is trying to tell us about something and, and we can see it coming, but we just don't turn because we're not prudent. We let our own desires get in the way. For all of us, a prudent man foresees evil and hides himself. I'm not getting involved in that. I'm not going down that road. I'm not getting involved. I'm not, listen, you, I like you, but you can't follow me on Instagram. Because when I look at your profile, you got some bad stuff going on on here. Ooh, I didn't hit a chord right now. <laughs> then the next thing you know, people popping stuff up on your timeline. But you don't want to, you don't want to. Press the X because they're your friend and they're going to notice you're not following them, but you got this bad stuff on your profile. And it's popping up on my timeline. I can't see that stuff. You can look at them naked girls. I'm not. We can't follow. That's not the prudent thing to do. A person foresees evil and hides himself. 
I'm not getting involved in that. You learn, you and I learn because we're prudent to protect ourselves from folly, from foolishness, from stuff that can hinder us and stop us from experience God's blessing in our lives. All of us have to stop and say, man, am I, am I, am I hiding myself from stuff that could get in the way? Let me say this to you. Now, I'm talking about Instagram, Facebook, all these other things. It amazes me how somebody can, can, can I just share this with y'all? How can you, fa- how can you follow somebody you marry, you love God, how can you follow somebody on Instagram that you used to date? Does your spouse know? Does your spouse know? Well, Pastor, that was a long time ago. But I know you're checking up. <laughs> I'm going to have to start. <laughs> I, hope, I hope I don't lose all y'all. I'm just trying to do my job, you know. But you're but you married now. Let all that go. Throw away the pictures, the bracelet you got. That's not prudent. The outfit. He bought this for me years ago. I don't wear it every now and then I do, but no, get rid of it. No sentimental value stuff. You marry, you going off, it's over. Chop it. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen, y'all? We got to let Jesus get these idols out of our hearts. Go to Luke chapter 16, and we're going to read this, and this is, this is the last passage here. He foresees evil, and he hides. He gets away. He doesn't go down the evil path. And I want to close it by, by talking about something that Jesus said in this parable that I think is going to help us to close this message out. Chapter, Luke chapter 16, verse 1. Jesus gives this parable of the unjust steward, and then he talks about, you see here how he commends this person for the way in which they operated in this particular circumstance. And then he talks to the saints that were there about our responsibility to be in the world and not of the world, but know how to navigate in circumstances and situations, being shrewd or prudent. It says in verse 1, he also said to his disciples, there was a certain rich man who had a steward. And an accusation was brought to him that, his, that this man was wasting his goods. So he called him and said to him, what is this I hear about you? Give an account of your stewardship, for you can no longer be steward. Then the steward said within himself, he said to himself, what shall I do? For my master is taking the stewardship away from me. I cannot dig I am ashamed to beg. I have resolved what to do, that when I am put out of the stewardship, they may receive me into their houses. So I'm getting cut off here, but I'm going to make sure I do something on the other side so I can get accepted here. He says in verse 5, so he called every one of his masters, debtors, to him and said to the first, how much do you owe my master? And he said, a hundred measures of oil. So he said, take your bill and sit down quickly and write 50. Then he said to another, and how much do you owe? So he said, a hundred measures of wheat. And he said to him, take your bill and write 80. So the master commended the unjust 
steward because he had dealt what? Shrewdly. This word here in the Greek, it means prudently. It denotes the wise, prudent, and like I said earlier, sensible matter in which one conducts himself and his affairs. It's the same. It's the, the, it's the Greek equivalent to what we saw in the Hebrew. Prudently. It denotes the wise, prudent, and sensible manner in which one conducts himself and his affairs. He says in verse, in verse uh, 6, so the master commended the unjust, verse 8, so the master commended the unjust steward because he had dealt shrewdly. For the sons of this world are more shrewd in their generation than the sons of light. They're, they're more shrewd than, than the people of God. And this is why lots, oftentimes we as Christians, we get, we, we, we're, not, we're not being sensible enough. And so people take advantage of the saints because we're just supposed to be so loving and cuddly that we just, whatever they want to do, just let's do it, you know, as long as they're my friend. No, but we got to learn to look people in the eye and say, listen, this, we say we love God, I love God, but this is business. When I was negotiating with my contract with the Raiders, I didn't sit down and say, well, whatever you guys want to give me, you know, praise the Lord. <laughs> I said, no, you, I said, you better tell him, you tell those guys, this is what I want. This is what I'm looking for. Or we can move on. It's no, no hard feelings. Love y'all. Peace in the Middle East. <laughs> but it's got to go down right. Can I have an amen? I'm not, I'm not just going, you know, I'm not sentimental about this. I've been out here getting busted up. My back hurt. My knee hurt. And, and it's, 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 it's time to get paid. And what happens is we don't learn as saints of God that there's a place in us. And Jesus is commending him for this. He said, these people are more shrewd than you all. They're more prudent. They're sitting down. They're considering their way. They're doing these things. We got to learn to do that also. When we're going through this situation with this building, saints getting in here. Their people came to me all the time. Why don't you just, why don't you just, you pay for it and settle it? I said, no. Well, they're going to sue you. Well, then go ahead. I ain't scared. This is God's church. I'm not going to just let somebody come over here and just you know, abuse the church, rip the church off, and then not say anything and just have a smile and say, well, I don't want anybody to be mad. No, no, no. This is business. Amen. Can I have an amen? And you're not going to just take care, take advantage of the, the church. We're going to pay you what we owe you. But everything else, you know, we got to, we got to, we're going to deal with that. And we ended up, praise the Lord, we got everything worked out. But people get afraid. Instead of making a stand, Jesus here is committed because this person is shrewd. They're sensible. They're using business. They're saying, no, this is, this is, this is what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm setting myself up on the other. And, and Jesus didn't say that was bad. He said here, the sons of this world are more shrewd in their generation than the sons of light. Let me say something on a practical standpoint. When you go to buy a car, this is a negotiation. This is, this is what I want. I want that car right there. Well, we can't do it. Yeah, you can. Because I looked at Kelly Blue Book. I went through the process. I looked. I see this is what you, let's, hey, man, there's no hard feelings. Either I'm going to buy the car from you or I'm going to buy it down the street. 
You want to get paid or not? Can I have an amen? And, and it's no hard feelings. I'm willing to walk away. And you have to be willing to walk away. Say, I'm walking away. Well, praise the Lord. But I'm not going to sit here and, and you take my interest rate and try to shoot it through the roof for me to get in a car that I'm going to enjoy for about six months and I'm going to be looking at something else. Come on, shame the devil and tell the truth. We got to learn to put our foot down and say, listen, no, no. This is, this is what we're going to do. Let's go through the process. Let's go through it. But I'm not going to let you just take advantage of me. Can I have an amen, y'all? And especially you ladies in this room. Get that in your spirit. Get it in your spirit and learn just to say, I'm walking out of here. Praise the Lord. I'll keep driving my hoopty. I'm good. <laughs> Let's go. Look at verse 9. And I say to you, make friends for yourselves by unrighteous mammon, that when you fail or when it fails, mammon, this says that they may receive you in to an everlasting home. He who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much, and he who is unjust in what is least is also unjust in much. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? And if you have not been faithful in what is another man's, who will give you what is your own? No servant can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon or money. So for us, we have to see this, this aspect of us being in the world but not of the world, being wise as serpents, harmless, harmless of doves. But part of us being able to really master this is understanding the value of being prudent. Saints, today I pray that this message, it takes root within us because all of us have decisions to make with our lives, with our futures, with our destinies, with a purpose. And if God in his sovereignty highlighted the word prudent 12 times in the book of Proverbs because he's trying to make a point to us and help us to see the value of it. We need to take hold of this word, this word and say, God, I want you to help me to become a prudent steward of the kingdom of God. And that someone that you can trust with your affairs, that I will not get spooked out of purpose and destiny, that I will not be afraid to make the right decisions, that I will not be afraid to tell people no, to walk away, that I will be a person that is shrewd that I will have sense, and I will be sensible so that you can entrust me with more. Saints, if we're, faith, if we're not faithful with the little, why should God entrust to us more? Start there. What we want to do is sometimes we want to say, God, give me all this. And God is saying, well, what about that? If, if you can't manage that, why should I give you more? This is what he's saying. And for us, we have to see this as, as a challenge to all of us. Lord, help me to become a prudent person. To, 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 to set myself apart as someone that, God, you can trust. Because I'm going to be prudent. Father, I just pray that right now, as we're hearing this message that, God, we're being stirred up within our spirits 
concerning those things that you've already placed in our hands that we need to be more prudent about and with. Whether it's our time, our talents, our treasure, or our temple, that we are prudent people. God, we're sensible, we're thoughtful, we're prayerful, we're patient, we're, we're willing to stop and wait before we make decisions. That, Lord, we're, we're sensitive about how we speak. Lord, we don't allow insults to cause us to blow up at people. That, Lord, we're able to control our spirit under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And, God, we're a people that do not allow foolishness to get a hold of our lives. Lord, we can talk about saving the world, and we can talk about doing all these things, but on a practical day-to-day basis, we need to know the value of being prudent because this is our life. Every day we have decisions to make. Lord, help us to be prudent people. Father, I just ask that you would just release over this house the spirit of wisdom, wisdom and revelation. That in this church, that there would be so much wisdom and so much revelation that, Lord, it would be, it would, we, we would all be crowned with knowledge. That our minds would be filled with your words and your thoughts. Whew, I just feel this right now. That your thoughts would begin to consume us And that, Lord, when we step on the scene, people see the difference within us. Lord, Daniel and the Hebrew boys were of a different spirit. They were in Babylon, but they were not of Babylon. That they navigated within the world, but they were not of that nation and that world. They they were different. There was an excellent spirit within them. Lord, we want that excellent spirit, that spirit, the excellence of that spirit, the spirit of God that came upon them, that caused them to to answer dreams and revelations and to make decisions and to do things in the midst of the culture that was different. God, we want that kind of wisdom. We want to be prudent like they were. They excelled. Lord, I pray for all of our kids that, Lord, even now that you would just put an excellent spirit upon them. That when they go to college, that they stand out. When they're in middle school and preschool and high school and elementary school, that they stand out because of your spirit. God, we just give you praise today because you're awesome. And prudence is our lifestyle. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Come on, y'all. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way, but the folly of fools is deceit. The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way. You know, I want to have an altar call today, and I pray that God would help us to, sometimes when you're walking with God, God will show you glimpses of your future. He'll show you glimpses. This is where you're, this is where you're headed. This is what I'm revealing to you. He doesn't show you everything that I've seen. There's not many people in the Bible where he just said he showed them everything. He just told Moses, 
You guys are going to a land that's flowing with milk and honey. Now follow me. Jesus said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of man. He didn't say anything about the cross. As he went along the way, he started progressively giving them more and more understanding as they, as they journeyed with him. And you're listening to Pastor Napoleon Kaufman here today on Times of Refreshing. Our desire is to see you grow in Christ through the daily ministry of God's Word. And as you take time to spend with us studying God's Word, we trust you are being encouraged in Christ. Questions, comments, prayer requests, as always, we love hearing from you. It means a great deal to us knowing that these programs are having their desired effect on your life, spurring you on in Christ, love, and good deeds. You can reach out to us by phone, 925-292-7800, 925-292-7800, or write to us, Times of Refreshing, 2333 Nissan Drive, Livermore, California. The zip code is 94551. You're also welcome to visit our website, thewellchurch.net. It's a great place to visit if you would like information regarding who we are, where we meet, what we're about. Past sermons are available online there, as well as our online store. And you can even get connected with us there. Again, thewellchurch.net. Now, normally at this time, I would invite you to join us for worship here at the well. But at least until May 1st, because of the COVID-19, we're not available to do that at this time. What we are available to do is invite you to join us on either our church app, at our website, thewellchurch.net, or on our YouTube channel for our weekly message at 1030. Pastor Napoleon will share a message from the Lord just like he used to with his program, Hope of Glory. And remember to be faithful as well during this time of challenge with your giving. You can give online through our website, through the church app, or by mail to the church office. And we are praying and standing on His truths during this time and remembering that God is in control, and we're praying for you. Thank you for joining us today. Until next time, God bless. 